The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. If I'd survey all the goodness that comes to me from above, and would I count all the blessings from out of the storehouse of love, I'd simply ask for a favor of him beyond mortal kin. I'm sure he'd grant it again and again. I want to stroll over heaven with you some glad day When persecutions and disappointments have all vanished away There we'll enjoy all the beauties where all things are new I want to stroll over heaven with you so many places of beauty we've longed to see here below. But time is a treasure and has kept us from making plans as you know. But come that morning of rapture, together we'll stand anew. And then I'll stroll over Disappointments have all vanished away. They will enjoy all the beauties where all things are new. I want to stroll over heaven with you. And disappointments have all vanished away. Then we'll enjoy all the beauties where all things are new. I want to stroll over heaven with you. Yeah, I want to stroll over heaven. John 3.16 from the Amplified Bible. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave up his only begotten unique Son so that whoever believes in, trusts, clings to, relies on him shall not perish 
or come to destruction or be lost, but have eternal, everlasting life. Turning to 1 Peter chapter 4, right now looking at verse 8 as we get started today. Verse 8, above all things, have intense and unfailing love for one another, for love covers a multitude of sins, forgives and disregards the offenses of others. Faith is the hand that takes things from God. We've talked about that. We're going to talk about it some more today. All that Jesus purchased can be had by the exercising of our faith. Salvation, healing, fullness of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, graces of the Spirit, victory over sin, victory over the flesh, the world, the devil, evil spirits, and all the powers of darkness. Victory in all these areas may be had by the expression of our faith. But it must be the faith which worketh by love. That's what it tells us in Galatians 5 and verse 6. But faith worketh by love. The Bible says devils believe so intensely that they tremble. But their faith brings no results because they have no love. And God says it is the faith that worketh by love which avails. Since we must have a faith that works and which works by love, it will be well for us to see how that sort of faith works. We're told in Proverbs, the 10th chapter, 12th verse, love covereth all sins. We've just been reading from 1 Peter 4 and 8, says charity or love shall cover the multitude of sins. You put these two texts together, we have love will cover all sins even when there is a multitude of them. Remember, the word multitude is a word generally used to denote more than you can name. Think of it. Real genuine love will cover, it will hide, it will put out of sight more sins than you can name. Love covers sins. Sin is the worst thing in the universe. So God says real love will cover the meanest, most trying, evil thing that you can come up with in your mind or that could come to you and will keep on covering until all of the great multitude of mean things is covered or hidden so you cannot see them and so others cannot see them. In 1 Corinthians 13, that we call it the love chapter in the New Testament, verse 7 in our King James Version reads, Charity beareth all things. Other translators have it. Love covers all things with silence. There's a strong translation there. Love covers all things with silence. So God says love not only hides the evil in others, but refuses even to speak about it or to talk about it. So if we've heard evil of another, then our response is, that's right, silence. We're silent. Then if we tell of the evil that someone has done, or we criticize, use our voice to judge, condemn, murmur against anyone, no matter who he is or what he has done, that's not our business. But if we do that, we're proving that we have not love because love covers with silence. However, this covering of and being silent concerning sins is only as to the sins of others. God says of our own sins that if we cover them or be silent about them, we shall not prosper, but that we must forsake and confess them. So here we have it. The sins of others were to be silent, but our own sins, we are to be vocal, that is, to God about it. 
we must forsake those sins, confess them to God. For Proverbs 28, verse 13, we are not to love ourselves, but are to love others and to cover their sins. But do we not often reverse God's order by being silent about our sins and exposing or talking about the sins of others? God forgive us. We prove that we love the wrong person in that action. It was after Job said, I abhor myself, that God delivered him. In 1 Corinthians 13 and verse 4 now, we're told that love works by being kind, even under long-continued suffering. Sometimes we're ready to be kind for a little while. But real love is kind even under long-continued suffering, real deep suffering brought upon us by someone else. Love will be very kind to that person. Love envieth not. Now here's one to remember. Love does not desire the position, honor, power, benefits, favor, esteem, or blessings that others have, but is glad to see the other people enjoy blessings and would rather help them to get more than take from them anything that they now have. Love is not puffed up. Love does not think. I know how things ought to be done. My opinions and advice are better than the opinions and advice of others. I live better, am used to God more, no more than the other one. The saints are commanded to esteem others better than themselves. Philippians 2. In the next verse, we look not on their own things. We are not to look on our own things. To see what they are have or can get, but to look on the things of others to see the good that they have and do and see how much they can help the others to get. That's, that's what we're to do. That is, we're supposed to unselfishly keep so busy helping someone else that we forget about ourselves and our own attainments. Philippians 2 verse 4, in honor preferring one another. You know, Joshua's Moses' minister. He, he preferred Moses. And then God made him a leader. One having love is glad to let another have the honor which he could have had. Love seeketh not her own. 1 Corinthians 13 and verse 5 now. How many of us, when we have a real right to a place, a right to a time, an honor, a benefit, or possession, refuse to strive for it, refuse even to seek to keep it, but cheerfully, gladly step aside and let another have it? This verse also says of love that it is not provoked. The word easily is in there in the best Bibles. It's in italics, meaning that it was not in the original, but uh, we have another text which says, Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. That's in Psalm 119 and verse 165. Then if I am offended, no matter how much cause I have to be offended, the matter with me is that I have not the love which nothing will offend. Because I'm offended. Love thinketh no evil. Love has covered all evil with silence. Love will not speak of the evil or the sins of others. And now it goes deeper yet and refuses to even to think on it. But instead will think on things that are true, things that are lovely, things that are of a good report. You say, how can I do that? Well, the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. That is, if Jesus is your Lord. You know, you can change. Here's a confession I'm going to make for every believer to make with me and every unbeliever to make. And if you're an unbeliever, you make this. Believe it with your heart. You'll be a believer. Here's the prayer. Follow me. I believe in my heart. 
Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe in my heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. From my mouth and heart, I say, and I make Jesus my Lord. Lord Jesus, come in and live in and through me. I receive you as my Lord. Amen. I'm David Ingalls, and you've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. Today's offer is my book, Praying Your Family into God's Family. You know, after I received Christ, my first concern was that my family be saved. In this book, I share truths from Scripture that will give you joy and confidence to break the power of darkness over your family and others. Stay tuned for ordering information. To order today's offer and additional David Ingalls products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Go free in the name of Jesus.